Welcome to the Let's Talk BS Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning. How you doing, Sophia? I'm doing pretty good. Just tired. Yeah? The week has definitely beat me up. Yeah? Yeah, this is... uh, (laughs) It's the end of the month, mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's been a lot going on. I know for me as well. Um, definitely glad to see that it's Friday though, for sure. Me you know? too. I got a closing today. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. Finishing out the month strong, so that's good. Finishing out, finishing out the month strong for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think my last closing was Wednesday for this month. So oh, okay. yeah, I got one next Tuesday though. So kicking off April. Yeah. On a good note. Yeah. It's crazy that it's already April it, though too. I'm just thinking it about is. it. Yeah, like was the fourth month of the year. Yeah. So, well, when you have closings at the beginning of the month like that, it still feels like the end of the month. Like it you, does. Yeah. Because you kind of got to, like, get it to that point. typically those beginning of the month closings, we try to squeeze in. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the month. But if it doesn't happen, you still work like as if it's the end of the month. That's so true. Because you got to basically have everything done by the end of the month so you can close Correct. You know, early that month. Especially so. with, we go, with us, you know, going into a weekend. Yeah. Um, on the very last day of the month, like this is the last day of the month. Yeah. And today is the thirty first, so the very Monday is gonna be what the the third, third already. Yeah, April third. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I had this this buyer. We actually could have closed at the end of the March, but um, something I can issue that would be a good point to share. You know, with the listeners is uh prepaid interest, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this particular buyer, she's uh. She's in an apartment right now, and her lease ends at the end of May, right? Mm-hmm. So her last rent payment is due um, at the beginning of May, right? Mm-hmm. And so she wanted to time it up where she didn't have to pay rent and a mortgage in the same month, mm-hmm. right? So we were able to have her close at the beginning of April, which then now has her payment starting for the mortgage beginning of June, and so, therefore, there's no time where she's paying, you know, both. But what happens when you do that is there's a longer period of time between when you close and then when your payments start. So, at closing, you there, there's prepaid interest that's uh, collected, right? Mm-hmm. So, there's interest from the day that you close on your home. So, that interest um, is a lot longer or a lot more because of how much time it is from when the first payment is due to when you move in. So, um, with that prepaid interest, that allowed her to not have, uh, you know, multiple payments in one month but it does you know require more costs to be collected at closing so correct yeah yeah it's like you got to choose which one works for yeah you for yeah the most part. You're, you're paying yeah it's just a matter of when yeah exa- exactly <laughs> exactly exactly yeah so i know that um this week you had the event on wednesday with um with uh onyx one of the yeah. agents there how did that go that went well it went well we had uh how many people turned out? I say shout out to Shanara Manley. Um, you know, she's an agent I work with closely um, with Onyx. Uh, right, at, She's an agent at Onyx. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we had a great event, man. We were talking about just trying to get, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners together just mm-hmm. so they can network, um, can make some connections, meet new folks that are in different industries that, you know, you may necessarily, you may need to have a need or whatever for, right? So, uh, we invited, I think it was personally about 30 people. It was invitation-only type of event. And I want to say about half of that showed up. It was between like 15 to 18 folks showed up. Okay. Um, so it was pretty cool. Like I said, I know typically when you have an event, you know, I know always when you when, when you reach out to folks, you typically, 50%. yeah, 50% is kind of that number. So you we were right at that, come, yeah. yeah, we were right at that 50% number. And then everybody was on 
you know, CP time, color people time, because the event was from <laughs> 6 to 9, and most folks didn't st- show up to about 7, 730. 7.30. Yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was funny, man. But, um, but no, nah, it was cool. A lot of people had a really, really good time. Um, yeah, a lot of connections were made. I made some connections personally myself. We had it here at our office. We have a nice setup in our office as well where, um, like, in our, like, it's like a cafeteria area where, mm-hmm. you know, it looks, uh, looks real nice, real appeasing. Um, and we had like a person come set up wine and also like these charcuterie boxes mm-hmm. so folks were able to you know have something to snack on while they converse mm-hmm. with each other and we had a woman who actually explained the different wines it was three different wines that were there um that we had and so they were able to explain the different wines and kind of make it you know make it fun you know to where just not folks just necessarily just talking you know kind of ease people into having conversations with themselves and she even brought her own like setup had the tables all decorated nice and had candles and stuff so it was really nice it was really cool Okay. Yeah, I had a good time. Did y'all take pictures and stuff? Yeah, we had a place set up, like a backdrop, you know, with the Atlantic Bay logo. Um, we had a person who was supposed to come by and take photos, but they couldn't make it, so we kind of, kind of had to do our own little thing with our cell phones. So yeah, but we did have, uh, we did take some pictures. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, I'm glad that uh, that event turned out well. Yeah. It was a little late for me. I wasn't able to make it. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, it was late for me, too. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, normally, yeah, I got a routine, man, so I'm normally. Yeah, um, but you also have, so my, my husband's gone, you know, military. Yeah. So you have that person that can, y'all back each other up. Correct. You know, so I, was, I don't have that right now. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> yeah, next week, yeah. yeah I, hear you. I hear you. We'll see. I don't know captain of this ship is a little different yeah i was shoot, i was actually hearing my um my cousin as well uh i have a cousin who's in the military uh she's on the bush and she just recently she's been gone for six months and she's supposed to come back next weekend mm-hmm. um we actually helped her facilitate buying a house mm-hmm. here in virginia beach uh brooke and myself did and she was really excited and i just got word from my aunt that she probably will not be back with the whole Ukraine stuff that's going on. Um, they're exactly. thinking about keeping her out there even a little bit longer than anticipated. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a bummer. We were gonna have, like, you know, I'm gonna say have like a surprise for her, but just you know, kind of have like a little celebration, mm-hmm. um, you know, with her buying a new home and also kind of getting established here in Hampton Roads because she's not from here; she's from Carolina. So yeah, because yeah. uh, when he was when my husband was deployed, he was supposed to come back in May. He didn't come back till September. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was something. It was something. Yeah, military land is tough, man. I remember my father um, when I was young. Everyone remembers nine eleven. So I remember that was my my dad. I think if it wasn't his last deployment, it was one of his last ones because he remember he got on shore duty after that. But I remember um, I played football. That was my freshman year in high school, right? And I never forget it. Um, we were in world geography. I was in world geography class. It was in the morning time. It was my first period. <laughs> I was too. You was in world geography? For real? That's wild. <laughs> well, I was in uh, honor, honors, yeah, with history. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, same, I, was, I mean, that's the same. That's, that's along the same line. Yeah, it is. Because my history teacher, he had red hair, and he pulled... He pulled out the old school TV. TV, yo. Because we went thing. on lockdown. They yo. pulled out the TV yo. with the with the box yeah, on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and it, sits on, it sits on the joint. <laughs> yo, that's crazy. You had to save that. He pulled it out. <laughs> and he was like, turned on the news. And we were all just watching, watching it. Like, yeah. what so, the heck is going on? That's crazy. That's crazy. And then, you know, as the planes kept, because it was. Wasn't it? It was two for sure, but wasn't there a third one? Yeah, I don't think yeah. they got like footage of that yeah. one or whatever. But yeah, nah, it was 
it was crazy because my father he was he was navy at that time and he was already out to sea and he was due to come back i want to say it was like a week or two after that because i was upset that he missed them games yeah my football so i played football right so i was my freshman year i was play i played varsity football too i started at jv and it got got uh pushed up to varsity and so i was doing very 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 well and my dad, he comes to all of my games. Like, that's just our thing. Like, we have a really good, like, he's yeah. really, really, really good communication when it comes to that or whatever. And so, um, like, he knew he was going to be gone if I had missed maybe, like, the first two games. Mm -hmm. But he was scheduled to come and, you know, be able to be back for the next couple of games. But I was in world geography class. I'll never forget it. And it was, our TV was already in the, in the classroom, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I remember they were like, yeah, it's locked down. Something's going on crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. And then and our, the way our school is, like high school is like two levels, the, you know, first level and the second level. So I remember our world geography class was on the second, it was on the second level. Our lines was on the first. On the first level, right? So then we, I remember she, it was Miss Rita was her name. Because she was a real cool, everybody liked her. She was kind of on the younger side. So everybody liked Miss Rita. Mm -hmm. um, dudes used to try to like flirt with her and stuff. Because she My was a good looking woman. My teacher was like that. Yeah, so she, she was plugged. Bad. She was baddie back then. Baddie. <laughs> so I remember, like you said, like they plugged the TV up and everybody was just looking. Mm -hmm. And then I remember, like, people, I never forget, people were just like, some people started crying. They were like, hold on, I know somebody that works there and blah, blah, blah. So people were like just walking around. Like at first, they kept people in the classrooms, but then like people were just walking around, going to the office, calling their parents. People were just getting picked up and leaving because it was like it wasn't just like in New York, you know, it was up in you know the, um, the capital as well. Correct. So yep. it was just like in, in, in D.C. and some folks had like people who had government jobs mm -hmm. that were working up there in or those whatnot. Buildings, yep. Yeah. So it was just it was just a crazy time. My dad, he was supposed to come back, and then obviously with that situation, he didn't come back. He was pushed out uh, even further. Where he, I can't remember, he came back like a couple months after that or whatever. I remember it was like towards like. I want to say like maybe like Novemberish time. I think he maybe just got home before Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. But um, but he missed my whole football year. But I I remember how, how that whole deployment is and all mm -hmm. that. So that's just tough, man. That was that was why I didn't because that was so close to home. That was why I never wanted to go to the military, man. I could never right. do it. Could never do it, man. Yeah. yeah, I almost joined the military. I um, me and my friend, she ended up she was older than me because mm -hmm. she was born in um January. And mm -hmm. so my birthday isn't until the summer in July. Shout yeah. out Leo, you know. Uh oh, uh oh. And uh, <laughs> she ended up, her parents ended up signing for her to leave early. And my parents was like, yeah, no. <laughs> and so by the time I turned 18, I just kind of like changed my mind. And she, I remember when she went to boot camp, like she came back. We were cheerleading because at the mm -hmm. time I did, I did all sports. And mm -hmm. um, cheerleading was one of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh. We did like, we did sideline cheer, mm -hmm. but we also practiced for like competitions, so competitive cheer too. Okay, okay. And so when we would do like all the things to practice for competitive, that's that was when she came back. Okay. And I remember she came back swole, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like she had muscles and mm -hmm. all this crazy stuff. And I remember like talking to her about it, and she was just like, it was hard, you know, stuff like that, and. It's actually funny because she um she just got out like not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And um, That's right around twenty years. Yeah, so that makes sense. I don't know if she got. I don't know if she, she did the full twenty. I don't know if she did the full twenty because mm -hmm. I know like she ended up getting she ended up meeting her um. Yeah. No. 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 She 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 ended up getting out. She she was a reservist, I think. Okay. So she really wasn't. No, she was National Guard. That's okay. what it was. Okay. I got yeah. you. I got yeah. you. But when you're in the National Guard, you still go Coast Guard all of them, even if they're not like Navy, yeah. Air Force, or Army. 
all those other ones, they still go through the same boot camp. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So. Yeah. She's a real estate agent now. Oh, where? Yeah. Okay. What, what area is she at? Um, Michigan. Michigan, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, she's, she's, she does really well. That's good. Yeah. That's cool. For herself, but yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't go because I was a youngin' and my parents was like, nah. Then my dad, you know, he was in, he fought wars, mm-hmm. so he didn't really want me to yeah, be a part, be a of, part that. of that life. Yeah. And I, then I, I thought I wanted to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was a no. <laughs> that was a no. Yeah. And then I became a, a loan officer yeah. later later on in life. Yeah. But I'm glad that you did that. I think that that decision <laughs> was, was a good one, right? I think it fell into place, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I knew I wanted to help people. I just didn't know in what capacity. In what, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But anyways, moving on. Uh, let me tell you guys, thank God for home warranty, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> So if you guys don't know what a home warranty is, it's basically a type of insurance that you can get towards your major appliances that are in your house. So HVAC, um, stove, um, the range microwave, um, washer, dryer, like your big stuff, right? So my dryer started making like funny noises and Typically, you pay, like, a monthly fee, and if something goes wrong, instead of you having to pay, like, a huge fee by buying whatever the new item is that has broken down, like, say, for example, let's say your HVAC goes out, and if that happens, depending on the size of your property, I mean, you're looking at somewhere between four dollars to $10,000 for a new HVAC system, right? But when you have a home warranty, you can call them, they'll come out, they'll fix it, they'll attempt to fix it, and if it's something that they can't fix, they'll replace it. So just imagine you paying a monthly fee each month, a small monthly fee, maybe like 50 bucks a month, 60. And when they come out, they do charge you a service charge for their time, which everybody, you know, nowadays, you have to pay for someone's time, right? Correct. So it's like 75 bucks, and essentially, it's to help save you money in the long run so then you're not responsible for paying that large um, fee at the end of something breaking down. So for me personally, my dryer was like making these noises. (laughs) And I called, and the good thing about my home warranty is is in the one service call, you could put like multiple things on there, and they'll just charge me the one fee. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I put... (laughs) the dryer on there and I put my, my, my stove on there because my stove was uh, flickering <laughs> like the where, where the time clock is like everything worked but everything was flickering and so the day that they came out to fix the dryer they got everything fixed but it just so happened that my stove convection had went out mm. and so I was like oh my god this is great timing so they went down they took a look at the stove they were like oh we gotta order parts and we'll be back the following week so when they came back out they didn't charge me because it was something that they couldn't fix the first time they were out there. But they came out, they fixed my stove, they fixed the digital part, they fixed the convection, and I paid nothing out of pocket besides the service fee of $75. Yeah, yeah, home warranties, man, they're they're really good. I mean, I know a lot of it times is. when people buy houses, my fault, yeah. you about to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I know a lot of times people buy houses, um, that's something that I, I always recommend is getting, you have yeah. to, you have to have homeowner's insurance, right? So that's a non-negotiable, yep. but 
Um, I also also recommend getting home uh, home warranty because, like yeah. you said, I mean, it's an annual fee. Yeah, you can pay it annually. Or you can pay, you can it, pay it monthly. monthly. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, it's something that it just protects your major appliances because those are when you're buying a home. A lot of times when you talk, when I talk to first time home buyers, that's their fear, right? It's like, hey, you know, when I'm renting, if something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something happens, then yeah, something you can happens. call the maintenance people to come out and fix it, and it's no cost <coughs> to you. Excuse me. But with the home warranty, it's like the, in the essence of having that type of person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a small cost, but let's say it's a major appliance that goes out, then in the long run, it can help you tremendously. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like she said, when you just pay that $75 or $50, I mean, it's normally less than $100 that you got to pay for the service mm-hmm. fee. And they come out and they fix it, you know. And it, and right. it's, like you said, the only, you know me, I'm always going to pay devil's advocate. The only thing that I've had slight issue with when I've had home warranties, because I act- actively do have home warranties on my houses or the house that I live in, um, is, you know, sometimes you don't get to pick the contractor, right? That's the Correct. only part that you don't get to do. You now, don't. there are some home warranties I've heard out there now that allow you to pick the pick Mm -hmm. the contractor which i think is a very good um you know spin i guess on home warranty i've I've heard they're a little bit more expensive yeah they gotta be licensed and all that but i heard there are home warranties out there i don't have that but that is something i do recommend getting because you don't get to pick the contractor sometimes the contractors don't do really good work or they'll just kind of put a band-aid on something and then the same issue comes and you're kind of just always because a lot of times home warranty companies they want to save money. They want to save money, and they but don't want to pay. Save money. Yeah, they don't want to pay to get the whole. You know, if it's like she, like Sophia just mentioned, if it's an HVAC that needs to be totally replaced, they'll. There's ways for them to get it going, right? To get your your AC running or whatever, where it can only last maybe a, a week or two or a month or two. So they're gonna do everything in their power to prevent from having to replace the whole system. Correct. So sometimes it can just get tedious where you come home one day and the AC's not working, and it's yeah. like week after week, and you know, and then you know, after a while, it kind of gets a little like that. But so that hasn't happened with me with home warranty mm-hmm. specifically, but it has <coughs> happened to me with appliance warranty. Gotcha. And so personally, I would never get a warranty. On an appliance, yeah, that I me buy. neither. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But the home warranty, I will. So, for me, I remember there was one time where my washer went out. So I had a washer that didn't have the agitator in the middle. So the agitator is like that, that circular thing that's yeah. in the middle, and you put your clothes around it. So when I first purchased my house, I bought a brand new washer and dryer, and I thought I was getting like the most up to date <laughs> washer. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get the one with the stuff in the middle. It'll be cool to like put your clothes in there. Well. It was a Samsung, and it completely went out after a year and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I called the warranty place. They came out. They, you know how they give you the receipts of the repairs and yeah. the cost. Of, they spent four thousand dollars, and I'm not exaggerating, sending someone out to constantly come out and try to attempt to fix this washer. And it got to the point where Samsung, the company itself, was like. It's not, you can't fix it. Just replace it. <laughs> and they had to literally get on the phone with the warranty company and, and end up having to put it in writing like, this can't be fixed. Stop yeah. ordering parts from us. <laughs> yeah. Just replace the dryer. Yeah. And I remember talking to the person on the phone and I was like, y'all, after the second time, y'all should have just went ahead and bought the washer. The washer wasn't, wasn't nothing but $700. Yeah, yeah. Washers ain't, I mean, obviously... 
I'm blessed to be able to afford a washer for seven hundred dollars. But yeah. that ain't a whole lot of money for yeah. a washer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was more expensive washers than that. We bought like something that was like right in the middle. Yeah. But it was just crazy how how like they were willing to spend all that money to get someone to attempt to fix something. Correct. And it didn't even work out. Correct. Yeah. So because a lot of times they pay what happens is they're paying like they have a set fixed rate that they're paying those contractors. Uh-huh. And so it's cheaper for them to continuously order a part, try to do that order part, do that order part, do that. Um, because although that those four thousand dollar costs you're talking about is a lot of labor cost, right? Mm-hmm. But they already are paying the contractor a fixed amount, so that's not truly what they're paying out to those contractors that are doing the work. So it's yeah. just like it's one of them situations where they'll just try you're to avoid right. at all costs to try to do that. You know what I mean? You're right, yeah. but then but even if they have a fixed rate to the contractor, mm-hmm. once we got to that that range, I mean, even if they were receiving a major discount, that four thousand dollars is just oh I, oh I mean I I'm I'm not I agree a hundred percent with. You. I'm just saying like yeah. that's their that's the philosophy of why they're yeah. doing it that way. I just think it's like I said that's the only part that like I've had that happen to me. So I know obviously yeah. I'm, I'm you know I'm happy that you haven't had any type of thing like that. But I've had yeah. situations where it just was crazy. Like they just I'm like at the end of the day like yo it just needs to be replaced. Like mm-hmm. you, you you just try to avoid the inevitable. It's older. You you putting you're putting a bandaid here and then this is messing up. And it's just like I got to the point where I have a family. I can't afford to like I'm at work and they're at home and then the AC's out and I gotta wait. You know have the warranty come do that. So I just did. I just end up getting it done myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So. Uh, but yeah, home warranty companies. Like I said, I still all in all, home warranty is definitely something I would recommend for sure. Yeah, yeah. thank God for the home warranty for yeah. me because it was easy. I mean, I could work from home. I have the ability to. Now, I can say that that was the only thing that I didn't like. Their window was like eight a.m. to five p.m. So basically, basically, I had to wait all day for them. <laughs> but outside of that, I mean, yeah, it was cool. They came in, they did their job, they fixed it. It wasn't like what was going on with my two things wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't working at all yeah so i could still use my stove yeah it was just a matter of it looking funny correct i could still use my dryer but it was a matter of it like yeah you also don't want to be allowed yeah, yeah exactly and sometimes those things could be there could be things that's like electrical fire spark like stuff could be happening that you don't necessarily know correct um so yeah, you definitely want to make sure you get those things taken care of you know, as soon as you see that there's an issue correct so, yeah. Yeah. yeah and for your dryer so that's what i wasn't doing i wasn't like cleaning out the lint mm-hmm. um like not just from the lint in front because i clean that all the time but like you're supposed to get your dryer cleaned mm. every year mm-hmm. and so when they took the dryer apart mm-hmm. in the dryer there was so much lint in there mm. and basically that's what they told me they were like it was so much lint in here that it was catching fire it was wow. like little sparks wow yeah that's that's, that's yeah. dangerous yeah so yeah. now i'm I need like to check okay. mine then. Yeah, yeah definitely check yeah, it because yeah. when they took the front you know i i never really saw a dryer like taken apart yeah. have you no. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I have. Yeah. I, I had a situation back with a previous funny Samsung washer and dryer. <laughs> so I did, the, the way it, it was set up, I did see them take it apart. But yeah, I mean, okay. I, yeah, yeah. So, so I for me, it was like in the base of, of where the dryer is, once you take the front part out, because I have the front, no, I have, I have the front load mm-hmm. um, dryer. So once they take the, basically like the size and all that stuff out, 
it was lint everywhere. Mm. Like it was, it looked unreal. Mm. Mm. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they cleaned crazy. it up. I, I, I told myself, I said, now I'm, I'm about to get everything clean. I'm about to get my vents clean. <laughs> I'm about to. <laughs> Spray cleaning. I mean, that's what it is. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Thorough clean. Thorough everything. Clean. That's funny. <laughs> Every kind of clean I can get. Sanitation, sanitizing, whatever you want to call it. That's um, funny. Yeah. So that that experience was um, eye-opening, and I'm glad that I had the home warranty, but now I know every year someone needs to come out yeah. and clean yeah. my dryer and my vents. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So outside of that, um, I haven't really had anything going on as much besides mm-hmm. sports. It's really kicking my butt. Yeah. Um, I'm doing sports seven seven days a week yeah so wow. no not fridays so every day but friday okay. um so monday nights we have practice for one child um and then after practice she has a secondary practice at a different place playing volleyball tuesday night game wednesday night i have two girls that are practicing one soccer one volleyball thursday night game friday nothing saturday morning Practice for volleyball, game for soccer, uh, two games for volleyball, and then I have assisted coaching. So I am coaching as well after the games on Saturday, and then I coach open gym. I help assist coach. I assist coach open gym on Sundays, mm. and so. That's a lot. Look, you can look. It's hard to even talk about it. So, right. I, so I can I'm imagine struggling. doing all of it. Yes. <laughs> That's a it's, whole bunch, man. It's definitely a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like still doing that, still doing loans, taking calls all day. My cutoff time is like eight ish, yeah. depending on who you are and what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if I'm asleep, honestly, because sometimes when I get home from these different events, like I shower and go straight to sleep like we yeah. all do because yeah. we're all beat. Yeah. And waking up at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning and yeah. then non-stop till the day ends especially with work and stuff yeah that's all i've been doing so i don't really have much time for anything else <laughs> Dang, that sounds like a lot like i said i i get it man that's a lot my son um he started soccer last weekend so that was pretty cool yeah. um seeing him out there and playing i like how they have it set up it's a whole bunch of different like small fields um yeah, so you play on see. the same field now yeah 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 so i'll definitely probably see you run into you one of these weekends, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe, yeah. I and all of our so. games are early because, yeah, my games aren't. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's my, my but my child that's playing is not Carter that's playing. That's yeah. the same age as Nile. Yeah, Jada's the one who's actually playing. Yeah, I don't have the capacity to have all three of them play sports at the same time. So yeah. once Maya and Jada's done, then Carter will get his turn. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Waiting in the wings. I got you. Yeah, he just waiting. But his is back-to-back. So he gets yeah. basketball after this spring season, and then he also gets football. So yeah. he gets two. Yeah. 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 So, back-to-back. So. Yeah, so I, um, like I said, now he had his first game on Sunday, or Saturday. He did very well. I was happy for him. Um, they had to practice at first, and then they actually played the game. So it was cool. He did good. He didn't score any goals. He had one breakaway. And um, he almost scored, but he didn't. So hopefully we can get some goals this weekend. Um, but, yeah, he did really, really good. Also, um, on Friday, I think I mentioned it last week or last episode, uh, we had a surprise birthday for 
a buddy of mine, Shao. It was pretty cool, man. It was crazy because um, he lives in the same neighborhood as I do, as I always mention. So, like, it was his his wife tasked me and another uh, buddy of mine, Sherman, yeah. to like take him out and have him go like go to this uh, this bar. Uh-huh. Um, we were gonna surprise him there because okay. she was gonna she was gonna take him and say, "Hey, let's go to this place that he'd been wanting to go to," and then me and him, me and Sherman were gonna just be there, right? Yeah. And so the way our neighborhood is set up, I live kind of closer to the front of the neighborhood. Yeah. Then Shal lives like in the middle, and then Sherman lives a little bit further back. Okay. So um, Sherman was walking to my house because I was gonna drive, and, we, and I just got a new vehicle. So the the plan was to you know go in my my vehicle or whatnot, and so. Um, when Sherman was walking to my house, Shao seen him and was like, hey, what you doing? Like, where you going? You know, he was like, I'm about to go to B's house. And then that automatically threw a red flag in Shao's head because Shao, like, we have a group text. Like, we always do stuff together. We always at least say, hey, you know, we about to do this. Are you are you down? If somebody can't make it, and then, then with it being his birthday, that was really what Correct, yeah. correct. So Shao and Tana's was already up, right? So then me listen, so, Sherm should have been like, Oh, I'm going to get this document from from B real quick for taxes. That's, y'all that's don't a good be one. But I think nah, <laughs> hey, look. Hey, what hey yeah, us men, we one track miles. So when he called him, he was like, Oh, one track yeah, is yeah, an yeah, understatement. Yeah. Oh, damn, okay. All right. Look, I, look okay. All right, yeah. Yeah, you got nothing to say. Yeah, I was I'm just gonna wear that one. I'm gonna wear that one. <laughs> but uh so yeah, he saw him. So anyway, we go to the restaurant, spot called Barrel Room over in Edinburgh too, man. It was really, really dope. So me and Sherman, we get there, we sitting there waiting, and we see his wife pull up, uh, Shao's wife pull up with him, and he gets out, and we like, hey, happy birthday. And he was surprised a little bit, but then he was like, he knew something was going on, mm-hmm. right? So we were having a conversation about that. So it was cool. We sat there, we had some appetizers, we had some drinks, and then the ultimate surprise was once we got back um, to the neighborhood, to our home, you know, his wife had invited some of his closest friends over, and we were just all going to kind of hang out, them and their spouses, if they had one. And then she had it set up where we were going to have, like, poker, you know, have music and all that good stuff. So it was pretty cool. So we we, we go back. Shao gets in the car with me and Sherm. And it was funny. Everything kind of worked out good. We were like, hey, man, let's go back to your house and get a birthday stogie, get a birthday cigar. And so as we're walking up, like, he sees somebody that's, like, outside, like, because he has a pool. So he sees somebody that's kind of standing out there. So wait, nobody called y'all and said... No, we were texting. Yeah, we were texting our because both of our me and Sherman's wife wives were there, right? So we we're texting them. So they them told know, hey, y'all to come when the girl was outside with the stuff. Yeah. So she the the way it was set up, she set the poker table up outside, oh. but she was trying to be in a cut in an area where she wouldn't be seen. But you know, it's his, it's his house, so he he's observing, he's looking. So when we were walking up to his house, like right before the surprise was getting ready to come off, he could kind of see her over to the side. Oh. So he was like, hold on. And then he walked in, and it was like, surprise, or whatever. So it was kind of like she he just saw that right before the surprise okay. actually happened or whatever. But, yeah, so. But he it, was still surprised, right? Yeah, he, was okay, surprised. he wasn't expecting that. Yeah, okay. he wasn't expecting that. So um, it was cool. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I've, you know, gained, I would say, friendships or uh, with some of his closest friends just because we hang out all the time. So it was yeah. good to see some familiar folks. Uh, we kicked and played some poker. I won a couple of dollars. Not poker. We played blackjack. I'm sorry. Played blackjack. Won a couple of dollars. Um, watched some March Madness basketball games, ate some food. He had a someone, his wife had someone come out, had like food catered, and had oh, like okay. she was like a bartender. She was making drinks and stuff. It was, it was dope. Nice. It was really, really yeah. cool. It was really, really cool, man. Can you play poker? 
Yeah, I can play poker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I play poker. I don't know how to play poker. Yeah, yeah, I can play poker. I try. So, <laughs> back when I used to work at J.P. Morgan, mm-hmm. and I worked in Michigan, sometimes we would get weather that was so bad that they would close down everything. So, mm-hmm. but banks didn't close. Obviously, hospitals didn't close, and some some stores didn't close. So, mm-hmm. this particular day, the bank had us come to work. Mm-hmm. So. We get there, I'll never forget, because I had to go across a bridge to actually get to work. Because I lived in Grand Rapids, but I worked in Granville, which was not close. Mm -hmm. Not close enough for, it's kind of like me working, uh, living in Chesapeake and working in Hampton. Mm, Okay, wow. Yeah, that's a nice little drive. Nice little drive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get to work, and I remember, like, it, because... The rule of thumb is, is when it's really, really cold outside and it's been snowing and raining and stuff like that, when it's a bridge, the bridges are usually extra slipperier than the rest of the streets, right? Correct. That was that that sign, you know, bridge freezes. Correct. So, obviously, I knew that because I've been driving in the snow for years. So, I go across this bridge and my car started sliding, but I know how to maneuver it. Like, when you... When you go across ice, you keep turning the wheel back and forth to kind of gain control of the car, right? Mm-hmm. So eventually, I get I got to a, funny a stop. Story too. I, I about that point to keep. I going. get to a stop. I go to work. Soon as I get there, guess what they said? Well, it was can't close that day or whatever. Y'all could go home. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going nowhere. Y'all, we stay here. So yeah. <laughs> we ended up staying there. And this guy that we worked with was like, let's play poker. And I was like, I don't know how to play poker. So he, he attempted to try and teach me. Yeah. But it, won't connect it was too, it, it wasn't, it was just not enough time. Yeah. yeah to poker, it takes learn. time. Yeah, learn. You, it's kind of like spades, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like it's something that you got to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And learn and watch and learn. Like, yeah. you can't, a single person can't tell you all the nuances of space. Cool. Like, you got to experience it to understand yeah. it. And, and I poker feel like to me poker, has even more, poker has even more nuances. Like, that's what I'm and saying. It's strategic. You got to, like, to me, spades is kind of like you can read. I mean, you can kind of just, after after watching maybe, like, a couple people play, like, I, I mean, I think a knowledgeable person of knowing what, knowing what all cards are in the deck, you kind of know, okay, hey, this is what this is. But poker, right. there's a lot more going on. It's exactly. A lot more that's what I'm saying. Here. So, because of that, I just didn't feel like I really grasped it. And yeah. then if they weren't playing, it was like him teaching us. So we really didn't even get a chance to. We were just going through what what the different cards meant. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get a chance to get to the game. So right, yeah, yeah. I wish I can. I wish I learned how to play back then, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, man. But it, I was gonna say I was gonna jump back in um, when you mentioned the card. I, mm-hmm. I never forget when I was younger. Um, you know how you take the behind the wheel class, uh, you know, to get your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that fine. Everything was cool there. But you know how you also got to go <clears throat> and, like, take the test, like, at the DMV, right? So. No, well, I didn't do that, but okay. Get your permit. You don't have to take a. Uh... I did mine through uh, school. So basically, I mean, through Sears. Sears, the department store. Mm-hmm. So Sears had a class that you could take, and you would take the class. And then you do your driver's test, and then once they passed you, you took that to the DMV, 
to then get your license, but I didn't have to take a separate test at the DMV. But go, I so went to the Secretary you, of State, actually, not even the DMV. Gotcha. So not to get your license, per se. So you know you have to have a permit. I don't know if it's different in Michigan. So did you ever have to get a driver's license? I mean, like a, like, permit? that's what I meant, yeah, your permit. Okay, well, that's two different things. The permit and the license are two different things. Well, so you get your driver's permit first, and you have to have your permit for a certain amount of for a certain time. time. Then you can go through the process. Correct. Of getting but the I didn't have to take a separate test outside of the class that I took to get the permit. Oh, okay. So yeah. the, what you just mentioned is how you got a permit or a license. That's why I'm saying those are two different things. Permit. So you got your permit that way. First. Oh, oh, okay. So you, okay. so you have to, in order for you to get the license, you have to complete amount, a certain amount of time driving. Mm-hmm. But there's no, there's no test in between your. Per- from your permit to your license. Well, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about. I guess that's the part where I guess we're not on the same page. So, what did, what does it take to get? How did you get your driver's permit? Not license. Your driver's taking permit. taking a class at Sears. Okay. So after you take the class, you got class. a you got a uh, take a test at Sears. Yeah, you take a test. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm talking about. That test. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. they, I, I guess you did it at a just a different place. You mm-hmm. did it at Sears. Yeah. yeah. So, um, here here or what I know most folks did. I mean, I, there I know there's other private places to be able to do it, but. I, I went, I, you get a book, you study it, went to the okay. DMV to get my permit, yeah. Which you'll probably have to come doing soon for your daughter. I know your daughter's kind of close to the age, right? Yep. So. Real soon. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. So um, when it comes to my me getting my driver's permit, um, you know, they give you a book and you had to study. And then they ask you, first they show the way it is, the way I went through it, I heard it's pretty much the same. I got buddies now that have kids at the age. The first part is signs. So they show you a whole bunch of the different road signs. And I if you that. miss one it's over automatically. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you can't miss a sign, right? Mm-hmm. So after you finish the signs portion of it, then it goes to the question portion. And so I remember, you know, you're able to skip questions, put them to the end. So ideally, if you don't know an answer to something, you can skip it. And hopefully, I think it's like 15 out of 20 you have to get right, right? And so I'll never forget, I had I, was, I had missed four. So I was down to my last question missed. And I had skipped it when it first asked me, but it came back around. So I'm like, sure, I got to answer that joker now. So the question was, if you're on an icy road and someone juts out in front of you and you have to if you and you have to hit your brakes, how do you hit your brakes? And I was looking at the question and I was like, all you right. You pump your brakes. Yes. Okay. That was the answer. But <laughs> but <laughs> that was the answer. But that's not what I said. Mm. Because like I don't know. It just I was like it. I never experienced it, and I was like, you got to slam on your brakes because you didn't want to hit that person. But obviously the icy road, they were like, you got to you know pump your brake or whatever. I just never had that experience, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you got to slam on your brake. And I remember that Joy said, you failed. I was like, oh god, that was so bad. So yeah, so I remember well, literally. You never never drive off. <laughs> I mean, come oh, on, ice. man. Now nah, I know now. I mean, I remember I went back. I would told my mom, you know how you. I was at the DMV, so you walk over there. She's like, did you do Did you get past? I'm like, nah, I didn't pass. Aww. And then so she was like, so I remember I had to wait 15 days to do it yep. again. And the next time, I I mean, I, I aced it. Like, I, yeah. I didn't you know even, yeah, yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. I knew what it if was. If you remember this story, you know exactly oh, what yeah, you Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had to, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that was, I just want to bring that up because that was, that reminded me when you said that, that reminded me of that. But yeah. anyway, the birthday party, going back to Shao, it was dope. We had a really, really good time. Um, also, that weekend, my son, he got invited to a birthday party for one of his classmates, so that was pretty cool. Um, I always like that time where just me and him have our one-on-one time. We rode around. He was, you know, got to ride around for the first time in the truck, so we was kind of kicking it on Saturday. Yeah. And then went to the soccer game, then went to um, then went to the birthday party. And after that, my dad, 
uh, he wanted to see the truck. So we went to my parents' house and was able to uh, have my dad and my mom get into the truck and drive around and everything. And that was pretty cool. Me and I was in the back seat, just kicking it a little bit or whatnot. So that was, that was pretty cool, man. We had a had a pretty pretty good fun uh, fun weekend, I would say. You know, yeah. with adult time and also kid time as well. So that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I do that with my kids, like yeah. the one on one. Yeah. So I'll take Carter one day, have lunch with him or do something with him. I'll take Jada. We'll do something together. I'll take yeah. Maya. We'll do something. I'll do that with them individually. I think it's important, man. Yeah, it's very and important. And I do it with them all together. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's important. I know for me, we always kind of roll out as a unit, me, Brooke, and my yeah. kids. But I know, you know, Niall and my daughter Sloan, like, they need that individual, like, you do. mommy, dad, my, my, mommy, you know, Correct. son, mommy, daughter, dad, daughter, dad, son. Um, you yep. know, that they, they need that individual time. And so, do. yeah, we try to be very intentional with that as well. Especially because Sloan, she's younger, right? Correct. So she's never had, like, just her. Niall has experienced it. Correct. Because he's the first child. Correct. So, like, introducing that. Yeah. 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 So we definitely try to do that, man. So that was, like I said, that was pretty cool just kind of kick. I kinda, it always brings me back to when I was young, me and, me and my dad. Like, my dad, he would be deployed and he'll come back. And then he would just, like, whatever, he would just take me out and just do, we would just go do something. Like, we go to a movie. Yeah. You know, go play basketball. Like, just go hang out. Yeah. Like, maybe even go see some of his buddies that got kids. Yeah. And we all kind of just kick it and play or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah, yep. that stuff is always dope. Yeah. It's, it cool. ju- it's just as important for parents to have one-on-one time. Too. Correct. So, everybody got to have one-on-one time. Correct. Everybody yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, <laughs> matter of fact, speaking of tonight, I'm supposed to be checking out that, uh, that new restaurant over in Summit Point, oh, okay. um, Cork and Bull. Yeah, so I know I still I have, haven't been there yet. Yeah, yeah. I had. I told you I got a little, a little bit in trouble one time when we and the fellas we went and walked across uh-huh. the street and uh, and checked it out. Even though Brooke had made it known that she wanted you know me and her to go check that spot out, so I I I didn't get the experience. We had appetizers, but tonight we're actually gonna go um, and sit down and have dinner, you know, and and enjoy the restaurant and see what it has to offer. So. Okay. You know, we're definitely gonna get that one on one time. So it's, it's cool. That's cool. cool. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. I hope it. I hope the food's good as it was the first time. Cause you know sometimes. Yeah. Cause I only had oysters there the first time, so it was just you know appetizer yeah. oysters. This time, you probably get me a nice juicy steak and um, <laughs> some seafood, probably some lobster and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. Yeah. That makes that's sense. That's a libita- libations. Libitations, like they call it, cocktails, some drinks. Libations. Libations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Limitations? Yeah, I was about to say something. It wasn't right. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't right. Hey, look, but All you right. can't get on because you nope. look. Yeah, nope. I was gonna say. So I didn't even. That's I why got, I ain't yeah, gonna keep. Yeah, I didn't even yeah, talk because I got a whole just, bunch, a whole listen, bunch of stuff. Don't you, even. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll keep it there. <laughs> so. Um, oh yeah, and also, also too, I was gonna say on Sunday. You scared me for a second. Yeah, my like, bad. What? I'm tripping. <laughs> Last week on Sunday, I cooked on the grill and made. It was my first time cooking on the grill since the, I think the Super Bowl. So it's been a couple months since I cooked on the grill. And um, made some banging burgers. It was really, really good. Matter of fact, like my what well, made them banging? You had some banging sauce or something? Nah, we got or, the oh, we got they, the, they just were good. Yeah, they were just real good, man. Oh, we got okay. the I think yeah. Brooke this time, um, because we we typically grocery shop at like at, mo- at different places. Like we'll get some stuff from Wegmans, yeah. some stuff from Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, and Kroger because they're Kroger right by our house. Mm-hmm. So it just like we can get stuff from all different places. So I know this particular time, I think that's the first time I can recall getting the ground beef from Wegmans, mm-hmm. and it was really good. You know, Wegmans okay. is. Uh, they got some good produce and good stuff. So it yeah. was really it was really good. And my that son is huge. Huh? That store is huge. It is huge, yeah. No, my That's son, like a shopping mall. It is like a shopping mall. It is. It is. It has crazy. parking decks and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. I remember I told store. you I went there because I was making some um, oxtail. 
Okay. And I needed some allspice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I needed the allspice like balls. Mm-hmm. And I had been looking for it and looking for it. Couldn't find it. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. So I Googled it. Wegmans had it. I went mm-hmm. to Wegmans. I was like, I had not even. So I have always seen the parking garage there. Yeah. But I didn't know that the parking garage was connected to a grocery store. Yeah. I, Specifically <laughs> for that spot. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And I yeah, was that's like, crazy. That's crazy. so when you come around, so the way it sits is on, is on Independence. And um, I don't even know what street that is, but it's right before Virginia Beach Boulevard. And when you come around and you turn on that side street, then you could see that it's a grocery store. But see, for me, I only drive up and down <laughs> Independence. Mm-hmm. I don't usually turn anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just funny, like, going into that grocery store. I felt like it felt weird because yeah. I did an order pickup. I didn't know where to get the pickup order from because yeah. I cause of the parking garage and mm-hmm. I just was like, where the heck do I go? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a big, it's big. Brooke, she loves this place, man. I mean, she, that's like, we, I mean, it's probably like 20 minutes from our house and like we pass so many grocery stores. Yeah. yeah, she'll go there to yeah. get stuff that we can go right where Kroger is literally Correct. right around the corner. You yeah. know what I mean? Which, I mean, it is what it is. It's cool. You know what I mean? I like. I, I do see a difference though, and you know, some of the stuff they do have a lot more variety. Hence, it being so big. Um, yeah, they yeah. do. But they yeah. do. Yeah. I don't think I could drive forty minutes out the way to go to the grocery store, but um, I think that's uh, it's a nice place. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I, mean, I didn't want to mention I had those banging burgers. It was good. My son and my daughter. They normally like we cut a burger in half so they can eat them separately. Like they both wanted their own joints. They yeah. was like, "Yo, daddy, this is good." I was yeah. like, okay. They growing. What's up? Yeah, they growing. They growing. They grow. It's funny when it's you know. I know this sounds crazy, and I know it's probably just my mind, but I feel like you know when your kids are growing, when that appetite increases, because it's always mm-hmm. gonna increase and go down. You might have nights where they don't eat nothing, mm-hmm. and it's very little that mm-hmm. they eat. Mm-hmm. And we snack here and there, but then they have these spurts where they eat like they're grown ups, mm-hmm. and that's how you know when they're growing. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> son, he's like, if it's something he likes, he's on the level where he eats like, he eats. I mean, he eats a lot. Like he eats up equal to what I eat. Like you know, and I eat a lot. Like when I sit down and eat, that's I overeat. Like I, I've looked it up where like the portion size I eat. Like I normally eat way more than what I'm supposed to when I sit down and eat. Like my son can rival what I eat, and he's four. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That is funny. Yeah. All right, guys. So we kind of described to you what our uh, week has been like. I feel like yeah. we actually spent a lot of time on we that. Did. Um, we did. But now it's time for us to exercise our knowledge. So during this segment, we like to ask you a mortgage-related question. But don't worry. We'll reveal the answer on, later on in the segment. So today's exercise your knowledge question is, are all interest rates the same for all mortgage loans? So, so that's good a good question. question. I've had people call and ask this question all the time. Mm-hmm. So think about it, guys. Hold that in your head and back your mind as we continue to move on to our topic for today. But are all interest rates the same for all mortgage loans? That's a good question. As we mentioned before, you know, there's, <clears throat> excuse me, VA loans, FHA loans, conventional, USDA. Those are your four major loans that we typically see and we deal with. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, the question is, I always get a call, what's the rate for today, mm-hmm. right? So is the rate consistent across all loan types? Correct. Or the yeah. news. Yeah, yeah. Well, the news said. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. So today's topic, <clears throat> we wanted to talk about title work, and mm-hmm. we also wanted to talk about what that means. I think we've, we've touched on this once before, where we talked about, like, title insurance 
and you know when it comes to like lenders title insurance versus owners titles insurance and things like that but we never really got into the detail as to when you're recording the property and how you record the title yeah and so there's different ways that you can record one of them is you can record the title as joint tenancy you could record as entire uh, tenancy by entirety. You could record as a sole ownership, as a com- and as a community property. Um, so we're gonna walk through the different types, what they mean, um, and I'll let you kick it off with joint tenancy. Yeah. So uh, joint tenancy is typically joint tenancy with the right of survivorship. What that means is, you know, when let's say when someone purchases a home. Let me just kind of give a little brief explanation of title. Just I don't want to assume that everyone knows what that is, but when you're buying a house, um, they do a title search, right? Mm-hmm. So they check and make sure that with you now purchasing this real property, that there's no other liens against the property, right? Other than the mortgage that's going to be placed against the property, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they'll do a title search. Typically, they go back like over 100 years and in, in most cases. Correct. So they'll be able to see all the different chains of titles, all the different owners who's owned the property beforehand, depending upon how far it goes back, right? If it's a new right. home or newer home, if it was built 5, 10, 15 years ago, um, they're going to go back, you know, to when that home was built or, the like land. I said, the land itself. If the mm-hmm. land ha- had different, you know, transfers over time, they'll obviously mm-hmm. research that and make sure that there's nothing, there's no other, you know, people who currently own the home now and that there's no liens against the home, right? So that's very, very important. So yeah. that's what title is, right? And the right? exchange of, of ownership, too. Exactly, yeah. So that's very, very important. You know, they have that. They, that's something that happens on the, the back end, you know, when someone's buying a house. It really doesn't get talked about a lot, but that's something that does happen literally on every single transaction, every right? One. So Even on the ones that you purchase in cash. Correct, So correct. it's not even, you know, just the lender who's looking at that. When you buy, if you buy a house and you decide that you want to buy a house in cash, there's going to be a title search. Correct. Because they have to make sure that there are no existing owners that have a um, ownership right to ownership the right to the home. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So that's what that's title, right? So when you're buying the property, you know, as a buyer or a borrower, then you can convey title in the different ways that Sophia just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. So the first one, which I would say. It's probably the most common is a joint tenancy with the right of survivorship. So what that means is if you have, let's say, husband, wife, or two people that are buying a home, if one of the persons passes away, the surviving person is now fully, fully owns the home, right? So it's, they both have equal ownership in the home at the time of both of them living. So they're joint tenants, basically, in a sense. They jointly have ownership. They jointly have equal rights. But as soon as uh, one person passes away, that that surviving person now becomes 100%. Yeah. yeah. And so this particular way would apply to an uh, individual who's not married. So say there's a, a, a son and mother who, who buys a home together. Mm-hmm. Or let's say it's two sisters. Yeah, or just two people, in, two people in general. Just two people not, in general. Not married, though. Yeah, they don't have to be married. Yeah. I'm just saying two people yeah, in general. Two people in general. Yeah. Or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's basically yep, so whoever describes. that surviving person is. Like right. I said, I, I did. I used an example of married people because that's probably your most common that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to. It's not limited to just married folks. It's married. If you have more than one person on there, joint, the word joint being kind of the key phrase there. If you have two people on there, whoever ends up surviving, living longer than the other person, that person is now fully owns that home. Yeah. 
So the second one, as mentioned earlier, is the tenancy by entirety. So this one is for married individuals only. (laughs) (laughs) And if one was to pass away, then that property's ownership transfers to the other party. Yeah. At 100%. So they get full ownership of the property. They don't have to worry about, you know, not owning the property if their spouse passes away. Correct. Yeah. And then the third one is Tennessee in Common. I'll let you explain that one. Yeah, so Tennessee in Common is is really just talking about the financial aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it allows, you know, for folks that are, you know, we use the example of if it's more than one person, let's say if it's a, a business purchase and one person has a certain higher percentage than the other person, then it just says, okay, hey, these two people own this together. They have equal access to the property. They both have, um, you know, say so they can live in it yeah they can do what they want to do with the property because they both have ownership and they're responsible for the property but as far as the financial aspect of it you know if the property was to be sold or um whatever any type of financial dealing with that particular property there is a percentage that's involved that that would then come into play Mm -hmm. so for example let's say uh brian and i buy a house together he owns 60% 60% of it, and I own 40%. Yeah, cause let's say I we bought a house. Let's give an example. We paid cash for a house, mm-hmm. right? And so I contributed, just to be fair, you know, more. on the, yeah, I contributed more. So therefore, now I do have, you know, more ownership percentage mm-hmm. in the home. But go ahead, I'll let you continue correct. the example. Yeah. That's, that's correct. Yeah. And so if, let's say, one of us was to pass away, then the percentage that I own does not automatically go to Brian. Correct. I get to decide where I would want my ownership to go to. So I can then take the ownership of that property and what I what I own, the percentage, and I can pass that down to someone else that I yeah. would want to. Yep, like your heirs, your children. To, correct. Who, who, whomever you deem that person. That's correct. correct. That's yep. correct. Um, the next one is sole ownership. So um, sole ownership is just one person. You know, if, if it's just you on the property, then you're the sole owner. So th- in that case, um, it doesn't really go to a certain individual because it's just you on that property. Yeah. So or an entity, one. too. Even business. Yeah. If you're a mm-hmm. sole owner uh, yeah. of, a bi- of a business as well, right. um, if you have an LLC that you're purchasing property in, then, yes, that entity itself is the sole owner of mm-hmm. the property, that real property. All right. Yeah. And then the last one is the community property space. So this is really going to apply to only a certain amount of states. Um, Community property states include um, states like Arizona, California, Nevada, Louisiana, Idaho, New Mexico, um, Washington State, Texas, and Wisconsin. So it's really, honestly, more states that are on the West Coast. Um, I remember... Before I be- I came over to Atlantic Bay, I actually was a loan officer in all of the states, and so I would pick up um, Texas, I'm not Texas, California loans a lot, and California, like I said, is a community property state, and doing loans in those states are not easy. Correct. Yeah, because a lot of those have like they have extra steps like, that steps, you have to yeah, take. Yeah, they just have extra laws and extra rules in yes. place 
So it's yeah. like you got to not just worry about the overall guidelines of lending, but you also have to worry about, you know, the jurisdiction of this and how this is looked Correct. at, and, you know, the different little legalities Correct. there. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're when you're purchasing in California, if you're l- let me go come back. If you purchase a house in Virginia and let's say I want to purchase a house and I want it to, to be in just my name, even though I'm a married individual, I want to purchase here in Virginia, you could do it. No problem. It doesn't matter. But let's say we live in California and I wanted to purchase a home. Then I would have to have my spouse as an owner on that property. They have to sign the title and it has to go as far as whatever debt they have. I have to include that in my ratios, even if my name isn't on the debt. So everything is joint in these states. So I'll let you finish explaining what the community property ownership means, but just know that this only applies to those uh, states on the west side of the uh, country that I mentioned yeah. earlier. And so just like kind of piggybacking off that example you said, let's say you have, um, you know, married married couple, and mm-hmm. let's say the husband is um, the one that works in the, in the family, right? And Correct. let's say the wife, mm-hmm. she stays at home, um, you know, takes care of, let's say they have children, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, and the husband... They purchased the house. Let's say they based everything off of the husband's financial situation. Let's say because he's working, um, he let's say he, he's the one that put the money down, whatever, right? He's the one that's the breadwinner in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say something doesn't, you know, they, the situation doesn't work out for them, and they um, have to go through a they choose to go through a divorce, right? Um, what happens then is it's fifty fifty as far as there's no there's no um, like agreement that's drawn up, you know, there's no lawyer when you go through like a separation agreement where, you know, they say, hey, you know, you were the one paying it, so you get a certain amount of percentage. Like it's automatically, once you're married it's and you own ownership. real property, it's equal across the board. Yeah. And that's, I think, for, for mostly everything when yeah. it comes to those states. I mean, yeah. cars, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. um, it's pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. everything that you guys owned. Yeah. Um, that mm-hmm. it, it just it becomes 50-50. You cut it in half, and you that's how you separate it. I remember a long time ago, uh, <laughs> I remember, you know, rest in peace, he's my favorite basketball player of all time, Kobe Bryant. I remember um, he had a situation where, you know, he was he's, he was married, and um, I think... Oh, when they were about to divorce Yeah, yeah, time, yeah, him yeah. And, yeah. Him and uh, Vanessa, they were getting ready. They had, a you know, a rocky situation in their relationship and their marriage, and um, they were, I guess, rumors going around about them possibly divorcing. And um, I remember people was like, dang, she's getting half? She's getting half, you know, or whatever. And, you know, and the, because they she live in California. Yeah, she, she, like, yeah, yeah. she took yeah. care of their, you know, their kids and their family. Yeah. And, you know, she, but they live in the state of California. So, like Sophia said, they disapplied to their situation, you know what I mean? And so I remember the, the whole little uh, thing came out. She wasn't Straight. shooting with me in the gym, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember that, um, you know going on but that yeah. just kind of applies you know to this type of situation as far as like hey if you live in one of those states and you are married um it's 50 50 like regardless right. of however you and your spouse set up the dynamics of financing or ownership it's 50 50 automatically yeah correct now yeah. we're not attorneys obviously there probably are things that you could put in place to change it but let's say you're a person that's just buying a house with your with your spouse, then even if your spouse is not on that loan, all we're saying is, is regardless of who's on the loan, it's equal ownership. 
no matter who obtained the asset. So correct. And that's that applies to those community property states. That's correct. So moving on, um, earlier in the segment, we gave you guys the exercise your knowledge question. And that question is, are all interest rates the same for all mortgage loans? You know, like during the early part of the segment, we like to ask a mortgage-related question, and we wanted you guys to kind of think on it, come up with the answer, formulate the answer in the back of your mind, and then we would reveal the answer later on in the segment. So now it's time for our drum roll. So the answer to this question is no. No, no, no. <laughs> Interest rates are not the same across the board. Correct. So I just recently had someone who reached out to me, and they were like, well, the news said that the rates are getting low. And I was like, well, what exactly did the news say? Because for me, it's all about how they received it, right? So yeah. they were like, oh, they were talking about conventional loans. Okay, great. Did they mention how much money that person was doing putting down? Or did they mention what that person's credit score was? They were like, oh, no. I said, well, that's very important. I said, because every loan not only has a different tier of rates, but every loan also has a separate tier depending on how much money you're putting down, what your credit scores are. I, I believe the that type. they even factor, yeah, loan type, the mm -hmm. DTI. I mean, there's if it's so a, many. If you're living in the home, if you're not going to live in the Correct. home. Correct. Those are all called loan level price adjustments. Correct. Yeah, so there's there's not a, the a one-all. Yeah, the higher. Correct. There's not a <laughs> there's not a one-all, be-all rate, right? No. So I think that's obviously something that we hear a lot when people call. Cause I get that call all the time. Hey, what's rates today? And it's like, well, okay. we don't have any of those other information. We don't have that person's credit. No. We don't have any of that. So all those things, you know, or factor in. Or the disappointment. In. Like, for instance, Virginia Housing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Virginia Housing has set rates, yep. right? Their rates are completely different. They're in a whole different system because they send us their rates Correct. every day. It's not the same as if when we're pulling rates for all the other loan products, right? So this particular example where is where I got the question, well, what are the rates for today? And I'm like, well, if we're talking about your specific loan, yeah, mm -hmm. there hasn't really been an adjustment. Maybe 0.25% is what it decreased to, which is a decrease, yeah. but it, it's not, you know, nothing like what the news said. Correct. The news will have you thinking that prices dropped a percent. But you also have to take into consideration the people who are delivering this news are not loan officers. Correct. And, it's, and information owners. on the news a lot of times is very general. That's why I always very. tell folks. It's like, it's very general. So very. rates may have, have, have went down, right? Yeah. But again, there's so many other different variables that are involved exactly. when it comes to your specific situation. It's so. kind of like, it's, you know what it's like, guys? For, for all the people who do shop, right? It's kind of like when you go to the to the store and then they have this clearance rack right have you ever noticed that when you go to this clearance rack they got this big sign it says up to 80 percent off and you're like that that's what attracts you to go over there mm -hmm. but then 
you got to remember it says up too. So once you start looking through the codes, this one's 10% off, this one's 15% off, this one's, you know, 20% off. And you're like, well, shit, where's the 80% off stuff? (laughs) And it's like a slither of things in there that's actually 80% off. That's exactly how the rates are. It's like they give this big headline to draw you in. But then once you actually get your particular file looked at, it may not be what the headline says. Not that it's not lowered, not that the rate has not dropped slightly, but it's probably not. It is very specific. It's specific to each. Yeah, everyone's (laughs) situation is is uh, is different. That's all. Exactly. I think that a lot of times they give you. Yeah, it is. A lot of times they give you the because it's a buzz thing. They want to bring you in, so they give you this big. You know, headline this big thing up to eighty percent, like you just mentioned as that example, and so that draws a person in. Draws right? them in. Um, but that's I like the news, the news person. Correct. They're they're correct. that eighty percent sign, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then once you start looking through the clothes, you're the person that's looking through the clothes, and you're like, wait, well, this one's only ten percent off. This was fifteen. This was twenty. I may even see a thirty-five percent off in here, but I don't see anything that's marked down eighty percent. Correct. But it may be one T-shirt. That's like an extra, extra small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's 80% off because nobody can fit that size Correct. for the most part, besides a child. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so just think about that analogy when you're thinking about rates. Absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So today's quote of the day, you know, we always like to leave you guys with a, on a positive note. Um, and today's quote of the day is learn as if you will live forever but live like you will die tomorrow. I think that is such a great quote because I just was talking to my best friend and I was like, you know, I always try to soak up as as much knowledge as I can, right? Mm. Um, But I live my life. You know what I mean? Like I'm Mm -hmm. not stuck. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I was able to get into this particular type of job because I couldn't imagine doing what I do now with a eight a nine to five job where I'm stuck at a desk, not able to move, leave, do anything. Yeah. So Yeah, no, I agree. I agree hundred percent, man. I mean I I do that. I I uh I have a conv- I have conversations all the time um with like, you know, my peers and with folks, um, buddies of mine and I always tell them like, hey, you know, every, a lot of folks have that survivor mentality where it's like mm-hmm. they want to hold on to stuff. They don't, you know, they always want to try to hold on like they're going to live forever and ever and ever and ever. And there's different experiences that come that just they don't ever take advantage of or it passes them by because they're trying to survive and wait for this later thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, there's years upon years that are going by where you can have these experiences and these these moments that you can cherish for the forever, yeah. right? You know, so I am too. I, I I live in the moment, man. I try to. There's an opportunity if something's going on and I want to be a part of it. You know, I'm gonna do it. Like that's yeah. there's nothing. I mean, to me, it's just hey, let's let's do it. Why not? You know, right. I mean, we we, it's, we only have one life to live. So why are we trying to wait and try to feel like it's there's no perfect way to go about it. I mean, whatever you want to do, you know, go out there and try to make it happen to the best of your ability and experience everything that you can. Correct. So. And and even if you fail, it's a lesson learned. Correct. Always think about that. Like what just because you failed at something, that means you learned something. Correct. So hundred percent. As long as you keep learning in life, yeah, you all can matters. never fail. That's right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, that's all the time that we have for today, guys. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram and both Facebook are FKB 
underscore mortgage. Yep, and mine is uh, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N underscore Royster, R-O-Y-S-T-E-R. I tell you, each time we got to do better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week.